0: Fear not fellow seekers. Peace awaits you in the unknown. Yeah, so let's uh, let's uh, just do a quick breath- breathing exercise here to relax and release the tension in the body. And it's going to be a short and long double inhalation. Then we're going to tense and, and fill all the muscles with energy. And then we're going to exhale and relax. So let's begin sitting up in the straight line, eyes closed, just taking a deep, normal inhalation. And all the way out. And now double inhale and tense. inhale. Tensing all the muscles in the body in a low, medium, high. Vibrate with energy and exhale. Relax, release, feel, dissolve the tension. Again, inhale and tense. Low, medium, high tension in all the muscles and exhale. Relax, release, feel. Last round, inhale and tense. Low, medium, high tension in all the muscles and exhale. Exhale. Relax, release, feel the body. Divine Mother, Heavenly Father, let your words come through us. Let these words be inspirational for all those who hear them and for us as well. Thank you for everything that you're doing through us and teaching us how to enjoy this life no matter what is going on in the world around us. Om, peace, amen.
1: Beautiful.
0: Thank you for that, Chris. Yeah, yeah. This has been a been a, a, a summer so far of uh, a lot of things going on. A little bit of traveling, a little bit of painting, some murals offsite, and so I just the my brother and I were just painting a series of murals in a Muay Thai pro wrestling school that is owned by a, a power couple of pro wrestlers. So uh, this pro wrestler from AEW named Malachi Black, when he was in uh, WWE, he was called Alistair Black, if you'd seen him there. And his his wife, Zelina, uh, she's a WWE superstar, incredible wrestlers. Um, big fans of both of them, and so they just recently built a house. And connected to their house is this—it's you know wrestling full wrestling ring in the center, and all the workout equipment. And Malachi Black and I share a lot of a lot of the similar uh, artistic influences the things that he's into the type of artwork that he likes and it really matches this the style that that I do already so it's it's we've been painting a series of deities inside this gym space and we did, we completed two one of mahakali which is the hindu deity uh the the great mother Uh, I'll explain these a little bit more as we talk. The other one is is Mahakala, which is uh, the Tibetan. It's a Tibetan wrathful deity. uh, This you know, this giant face, this fear fearsome, wrathful face uh, that represents the difficulties in life that we're supposed to go towards. The difficulties that we're not supposed to be afraid of them. That when actually we see things in life that we're fearful of, if we and uh, if we go, you know, like difficult situations come up rather than than running away towards the things that would bring us instant comfort, like drugs and sex and overindulgence and things like that, we should go towards the hard mm-hmm. things. That's why it looks scary, you know. And so perfect, perfect metaphor for being in a gym like this, where it is about pushing yourself to your complete brink. And uh overcoming okay. all of the <laughs> obstacles. Saw, in-
1: I saw some of these illustrations and they were like just phenomenal, murals, right? And it were just like blew my mind. Like I could not believe it. Was this his vision? Like, or did you have to go there and say, here's what I could do here? Or did he already say, This is what I envisioned for my gym?
0: He had the he had the deities in mind, those two uh, that are that are important for him. Um and then He everything in the gym is black and white. So he was saying that he'd he'd like to do just black and light line work, which was cool for us because it allowed us to do more detail more line work uh, in the amount of time that you have. So if you're waiting for coats to dry, and you're doing a lot of, you know, solid color shapes and all that you spend a lot of time on that so with this it was like okay well if we're doing all black and white we can spend a lot more time on lines so there's a lot of really intricate detailed lines and we really pushed ourselves to to complete it we the first session was 12 days 12 hours a day and at the, at the beginning the gym didn't have air conditioning you know oh, and we, wow. yeah yeah So we were just, it was a kind of a sweat box in there and and pushing yourself to to do that. And um, yeah, we've, I love painting with my brother. We get into such a flow where we get together and, and we just always just focus on the things that are going right and we just don't stop and we just get into a meditative state and chant mantras and and just paint and paint and paint you know wow. we make our food in the morning bring it with us you know take a little break eat go right back to it and and just go um, we do our meditations in the morning and we do our meditations in the evening and our uh, yoga in between but other than that it's all just painting and quick eating
1: <laughs> wow wow and then you went back for a second session right
0: yeah so after we finished after we finished the the first uh, two, and then we started the third one. I had to break away to go out to Atlanta. So, a good friend of mine that I've been sending healing prayers to for it must be over four years now. Uh, he fell and had a concussion and he, he also, he used to, he used to wrestle too. He was, he wrestled for uh, an organization called um, Kaiju big battle where it was, it was dressed up as Kaiju characters and battles and wrestling. (laughs) So he's had a, quite a, quite a series of different injuries over the years and things like that. So this concussion has been giving him a lot of trouble for a lot of time, neurological issues and things like that. And, he finally was able to get a surgery two years ago where they, they finally figured out and found through all of the, the tests and MRIs and all these things that he'd been going to, nobody could find anything going wrong with him, but he clearly had a lot of physical issues. They finally found something that was in his back that was pinching nerves and, and causing a lot of the issues. Then he had that surgery. That surgery completely failed even you know the all of the, the what they did there just uh, did not work and so he finally found a, a surgeon out in Atlanta that would take on this case because nobody else wanted to do it wow. and nobody else was said that he you know said basically you just got to be on painkillers the rest of your life there's nothing you can oh do And he didn't want to do that and so yeah very proud of my friend like he's really he's really gone to uh, the depths of what I think a human can endure and stay stay strong and uh, so we went and uh, met with this specialist uh, some a uh, couple months ago, and he just you know this guy just uh, had all the right answers to everything and was very confident that he could help him. And so I was uh, took my friend out on a road trip. It's about seven hours from Florida wow. here. Yeah, so we drove out there and uh, he got the surgery, couldn't have gone any better. Uh, the surgeon is very confident that he's going to make a, a full recovery from this. And then we spent a couple of weeks at an Airbnb, you know, just making sure that, you know, just uh, helping him with all the different things while he recovers. And then we just drove back uh, yesterday. So just getting back into town for. So
1: you gave up two and a half weeks or more, actually, of your of your practice so that you could be there for your friend like full time. Mm-hmm. Wow. that's I, I hope I have a friend like you in my life, Chris, that's unbelievable, <laughs> man. He must be like eternally grateful.
0: It was, it's such a nice connection with somebody when, you know, like what we, you were talking about in our, in our last podcast that it's helping others is, such a It can be really look, seen as a selfish act because when you help others, you just get so much out of it. Yeah. And being able to, you know, first of all, just telling somebody that, you know, every day, morning and night for the last four years, I've thought of you and I've sent you energy. And all of that building up to and just telling even in the grimmest, darkest moments where he didn't think that he could come out of it. I'm like, I've seen it, man. I've seen yeah. it. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. And so I just kept that up, kept that up. And then when it's time to, to, to go get the surgery, there just wasn't any other question in my mind, whether I was going to be there to help them. I was just going to drop whatever I was doing and go do that. And yeah, it kind of coincided with this big mural project that I'm very excited about doing and, uh, also, some other things that I, I do around this time of year, but it just like this is this is the right thing to be doing right now. This is the most beneficial thing, wow. and luckily, my clients are, are are happy to to give me the time to to go do that and to come back and make it work. Uh, but yeah, it's it, we get to sh- you get to share such nice moments with somebody when when you do that, and being able to be along the the journey with somebody who's going through tough times and. Uh, yeah, I get, I I got so much out of it too, uh, just having that time to break away from my pattern and help somebody else, and and then just reevaluate all the things that I'm doing in my life and where I'm going from here. So I got a nice nice uh, time out of it as well, for right. sure.
1: So, but I do take it that he's not married with kids, right? Yeah. So this is like you're 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 his his biggest support, or one of.
0: Y- yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He's got his—he's got his mom that helps him out a little bit here and there. But yeah, you, you know, it's always—it's uh, always nicer to be with a friend than yeah. than uh, a <laughs> family wow, member okay. who's still a little nervous.
1: What an experience! And mm-hmm. was it um, the obviously the joy, obviously the joy you get when you're helping him—that's key. But what did you do in that process for yourself? Because obviously you take time away, but you did say like there's you know, there's going to be moments where he's resting. He's by, he can't do anything. He's obviously in surgery for seven hours. So what did you do um, to make it, you know, most beneficial to yourself when you were high alone time?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we set a schedule of when I was going to be doing my meditation. So I stuck, I stuck to my, my Kriya yoga uh, routine, which is, is a to energization exercises that I do in the morning and my uh, my Kriya yoga practice and another they call it Maha mudra uh, so I do my I do my normal routine in the morning and then uh, so at first first time I wake up I make him breakfast um, I don't eat before I meditate so I have a I meditate on an empty stomach and um, then I go do my meditation and and then uh, after that you know he's taking a little bit of a nap and things like that during the day just you know standing by to, to see if he needs anything and I before I came out to this, uh, this surgery, I found a book called Magic Words mm. uh, by this author named uh, Genevieve Davis, and I was fascinated listening to this book. And she also within that, with that book, there's a she has a five day course called uh, a five day course on that book that allows you to put some of those principles into action. And it was just blowing my mind. You know, it, it is it, it was exactly what I'm looking for right here in the moment. And a lot of the things, I mean, everything that she was talking about lines up so exactly with everything that I've heard from my teachers, my guru. But hearing, you know how you just hear something in a new way and it just all of a sudden it's like all these things that you've been trying to comprehend for so long, it just clicks and that was what was happening with her words and the way she was approaching it, and and calling it magic mm. is a is a really interesting thing. It's like well, this is a, a magical practice. We're practicing magic, <laughs> cool. yeah. And and it's really the most pure magic imaginable. And so I I was I was listening to that book and I was doing that five day course um uh, also just really really thinking about the future and looking at what i'm doing uh, watching tutorials on things that i want to learn about with new technologies and things and really just taking some time to do stuff that i normally don't get mm-hmm. so much time to do with my daily uh r- routine and and just focus on you know what i'm doing in the moment planning the next thing it's Gave me a lot of time to reevaluate and look at myself holistically, and, and where things are going, and thinking about to this uh, uh, this community that we're building, and how to how to continue to uh, grow it, and how to get more people and in, involved in it, and what can I do to make this a really consistent thing that people want to show up for, and uh, we can really help each other out in this world. So long rambling there, but uh, the what came through the strongest for me during this time is that I realized for myself and for a lot of people, a lot of friends of mine who want to practice meditation, who want to seek happiness, who want to find the real joys in life, but get so caught up in not having a stable environment, whether it be financial or uh, relationships, not having that just, you know, comfortable environment well it's like where now you can be fully uh concentrating on your meditation practice on your spiritual practice it's so hard to do that when you're worried about your bills and mm. you're worried about you know yeah being able to uh you know keep your your creative career or all of these kind of things that feels like i can't stop doing that and go meditate it's a real catch-22 he's like you're supposed to first, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all else will be added unto you. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's like, well, yeah, that would be great. I want to seek first the kingdom of God, but I got all these credit card bills and I got <laughs> these kids to feed and <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, how to, how, you know? Yeah, yeah, And so I've been thinking about that and, and that's when this sort of, this book came, came into my life. And what i was thinking with with our group here to maybe maybe take a step back and talk about let's make a foundation for ourselves for for being able to fully focus on these things if we can take care of uh our financial issues if we can all uh start to put in these these principles to work learn how to become the masters of our physical world and then be able to know that okay money doesn't bring us happiness we're not we're not going after money to bring us happiness and actually the only way you can learn that is if you get money and then you go oh yeah you're right but money doesn't bring it doesn't it's
1: hard to come to that conclusion when you don't have any. yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so many spiritual people talk about yeah like oh i don't care about money i don't i don't i don't think about money i don't want money or I feel I feel strange even going after money, but then we're worried about money all the time because yeah. we don't have it. You need yeah. it in this world to to exist. So yeah. that's been something that I've been I've been thinking about a lot during this time, and uh, really after putting some of these principles into action, uh, it's been really powerful. And I was thinking we could start in talking about this uh based on what we were talking about in the last podcast of that idea of serving others Mm. um when you're serving others you just get so much out of it and and I just got you know taste that firsthand of how good it feels just to every day just whatever you need I'm here for you I got you whatever you whatever you need you know and so I feel supercharged from that experience I feel like very highly motivated and so one of these magical techniques. So to give you an idea of, of why we call this magic, mm-hmm. and it was it was something that you already it, you were talking about, and I, all of us already know. But if we if we put some we put some guidelines here, a code for ourselves, we can really do this. So in a situation where you have a difficult relationship with somebody, and what we were talking about last time, you were bringing up is that yeah, you're always like thinking. why can't they be more introspective? Why can't they think about what they're doing? And we stop thinking about what we could do differently. And then just giving, you know, doing something kind for that person of how that can be a catalyst for, for them to uh, have those like flashes of insight of, Oh yeah, maybe I could do things a little differently. Well, with this, she has uh, this, this technique where if you're thinking about somebody who you're having a difficult relationship with, come up with all of the things that are good about them. See it, just rack your mind. Think about the things that are, you know, maybe they're a hard worker, maybe they're a good parent. Maybe they, you know, maybe they've got great fashion sense or maybe they're a good artist or maybe that, you know, just think about all of the good things, what their biggest fan would say about them and just keep your mind focused on that over and over and, you know, um send good well wishes to them in your mind, think good things about them. And in the author was saying, you know maybe, maybe that person will give you a call and you know, maybe you'll have a conversation with them that's way more pleasant than it was before. Or maybe they'll give you all the reasons why you don't like them. They'll, they'll you know, they'll call you names or you know, they'll say point out a, a bunch of uh, things that they don't like about you. And she says, in that moment, this is where the magic. Lies. In that moment, you're going to want to react in the same way that you always react. You're going to want to defend yourself. You're going to want to, you know, uh, knock them down or insult them. Don't do it. Don't do it. Say something nice back. And, you know, if they say something rude to you again, think of something else and say something nice again. And, And then, you know, after you hang up, continue to think nice things about them. Continue to think nice things about them. Think about all the good qualities about them. And it just, it, it, it's just something that you can sense in yourself that that's true, that that's going to work, <laughs> you know? And I was practicing that with just different people in my life. And you just see how quickly, how quickly people just become like a different person when you don't go in thinking that all the neg- you, it's, So the magic in here, she says, and I'm just learning all this. So I'm kind of like just uh, telling you some things that I'm just uh, um, picking up so far- is is that the magic here is that we she says that we're reality generators that we are actually generating the reality based on the story that we're telling and so Mm -hmm. in every moment the story that you're telling inside your mind the words that you're saying you're actually creating the reality that you're existing in. And so when you go into uh, uh, that that uh, time with that person and you already were thinking all of these good thoughts about them, thinking about all of their good qualities and and just really doing it, not not saying, oh, they're they're good at this, but oh, I can't stand them at, with this, you know, no, <laughs> this all of the good qualities. And then those people will give you their best. Mm. I've, I've seen this so much in my life. I feel like this is a superpower that I have, like I. I, I'm friends with a lot of people who other people might say, like, you're friends with that person? They're awful, you know? <laughs> or you know, like, they'll think about like all the, you know, some terrible thing that they have done. And, but you can really pull the best out of people when you are thinking the best about them. Mm. And so that's it it just you can tell that that would really work. So I would just encourage everybody now to to do that. If you've got if you've got some difficult relationship, just think about all of the good things about them and relentlessly and that's the key to relentlessly do that and keep coming back with the good thoughts about them,
1: okay. So question. So I feel like I've done this with um many people in my life, and I have great relationships with a lot of people that exactly you said, like, a lot of other people like why why are you friends with that person or why do you like that person or why did you work with them uh, with that person and um so i was able to you know focus on the positive focus on the things that they did well and i had a great relationship with them what happens when you know they treat other people really poorly or they make bad decisions and they make other people you know like continuously question their relationship you know they so they're great with you but they're terrible with other people and it's not people that you don't know it's people that you do know so how do you um yeah what would be the magic in getting to to, I don't know do you have a role in even impacting that whether it's like having a like a conversation about that or do you just is there something that you can do in terms of well wishing um that situation to improve even with not necessarily yourself, but with that person with others.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think it can eventually help with others. Uh, For me, like, I'm always like, okay, I can, I know what I can do from within myself, I can, I can't ask others who have maybe had terrible interactions with another person to do this. Maybe if they see it working in in us, then they might want to try it themselves Mm -hmm. as well. But you can you can just keep seeing that, and you can imagine for them that they start have you know mending these relationships, and probably through the interactions that you would be having with them, maybe these new insights are coming, coming about of different ways to behave, and just imagining that. I, I feel like it's it's a very what much an inward way of the way that we see people then they become in that way the more that we because it's like we're we're in this strange place where it's like this is only this is a dream that we're in you know it's not really as solid as we think and yeah. the the stories that we're telling about a person the the thoughts that are going through our mind they're just going to of course they're going to just become just like we think they are so i th- i like to just think the best of people and and to watch them watch them blossom and who knows it may may take a lot of time may take no time at all they might really surprise you i don't think you need to be in a relationship with somebody that you know maybe is is you don't you don't you know you don't have to stay with someone who treats you bad you, you may be you may be divorced from an ex-wife or something like that but you really want to have a good relationship with them maybe you have kids with them or something like that and you want to just have these good relationships you don't necessarily have to put yourself like oh you don't have to be friends with them all the time or anything right. like that but yeah, yeah. or you know like point. Michelle and I have different people that we're friends with. We know that our friends aren't friends with them, you know, we're like, uh, it, it, and you know, sometimes we'll just be like, yeah, just, just to, just to admit it, you know, we were hanging out with so-and-so last <laughs> night and we had a good time. I just wanted to let you know, you know, I'm just <laughs> confessing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's interesting. That's, that's really cool. I think um, you said something that you said, like, sometimes you can also get to a space where, you don't have to have a like Maya Angelou talked about this, where she said like forgiveness um, is one of those things where like you don't have to have ill will towards someone even who has offended you in the worst way. You can forgive the person. And forgiving them doesn't mean you invite them back into your life. It doesn't mean that you have to have them as a close friend every single day. But it just means that I'm done. I'm done with you. You no longer occupy space in my brain um, or in my heart of, of ill will. And when I think of you, I'm going to do exactly what you just said. We're going to try to think of you as a child of God. Because if you think of anybody who is a child of God, you're trying to think of them in, in the light. you know. And, and I think the other thing that my angel said that might make it easier for some, for some of us is she said, um, she says, if we want to be considered ourselves uh, child, children of God, then you, you have to offer that to everybody else. Even even the brute and the and the the, the worst criminal, um, you know they are also children of God. and 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 sometimes we convince ourselves that I, oh, I, I couldn't do that. I, I couldn't do something terrible like that. And the truth of the matter is as a human being, we're capable of all things, the worst of the worst and the best of the best. We're capable of all of it. So we should never separate ourselves from Any of the two. Because if you'd said, Oh, I'm not capable of doing those terrible, terrible things, you could, you would also have to say, I'm not capable of doing these incredible, incredible things. And it's not the case. I think we have to see ourselves in everything and and know that we're capable of all of those things, but we choose to do the best that we can do. And Mm -hmm. we pray that those other people. Um, who are capable of doing the great things as well as the terrible things we pray that they will one day do the best that they can do and you think of them in that way and you hope for that in that way and that's that that's the magic of thought
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i love that yeah that's that's it it's it's just being just over and over continuing to do that yeah it makes it made the the metaphor popped up into mind when when you were talking about how if we want to be if we want to be seen as children of God, if we want to be treated that way by the universe, we want to feel like we, you know, the the universe is our mother and she loves us and she provides for us like the animals and the trees and, and gives us whatever we need whenever we need it. It, that really, that really is the teachings of 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 Yogananda. When he was when he was a young boy, he would he would talk about isn't it Isn't it great how my Divine Mother gives me everything that I want? No, because he was so tune. he was just going around showing like these examples have, and if we we're like children. And we say, yeah, we, we are children. We don't know what we're doing. We, we're, we mess up all the time, but our mom loves us and she's taking care of us. And yeah. <laughs> she gives us everything that we want. It, you can really get into a mindset like that. But it, the thing that does break it is if you go around judging everybody else for, yeah. for what they're doing, then it's this, real, it's this interesting little flip in your mind that if you're judging someone else, because in a sense, it because ultimately we are the source, we are God. So if we're judging, if we're judging the other children of God, we become that prison warden that's judging them, also judging ourselves in the meditation that we do. It's a, you, when you come before the divine mother, you know, she's not judging you. She doesn't think ill of you. She doesn't say, Oh yeah, here it comes again. Like, yeah it's it's like oh thank god you're here and you're paying attention to me i let you go out into the world and play with all of these physical things and now you're realizing that the the real true lasting joy comes from within and that you were created in order to share love with with each other and with back to the source yeah so if we everything that we want in life we just do that for others first and and it seems to come right back to us
1: yeah yeah it's like um I, my I can't remember where I read it or maybe I've heard it, but it was just someone said like, hate the sin, not the sinner. Um, make sure that you know you everyone has an opportunity at redemption, and you know it's such a slippery slope because it you think of the types of you know behaviors and you know vile acts that have been committed, it's hard to dis to separate the the act from the perpetrator of the act. Um, but I know I know how it, you know when you you're outside somewhere and you're just like the observer and you see someone get cut off in traffic or you see someone like just lose their mind and you just like it's 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 jarring to you, you're just like, whoa, like this person, like that's that's clearly someone who has separated themselves from whoever they have their anger toward. They can't see themselves in that other person's mistake or or behavior. And it's like an immediate kind of and it's it's jarring um in the moment because it's so it's like that but i've started to try to think of that situation in like the subtle in the subtle ways you know like if i'm having a conversation with somebody like you know like my wife and if i get upset or i get into an argument sometimes i you know i'll snap really quickly but um i feel like it's like it's it's like it's a separation i wouldn't do that It's almost, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. you almost see yourself as like, you did something that I would never do, which is really not the case. Not true. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're just in that moment having a better day than they are. You know, (laughs) like, just things are going all right for you. So you're like, oh, I wouldn't act like that. And then sometimes you catch yourself, somebody cuts you off. You're like, oh, maybe I can act like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I had had an experience like that the the day. I like, like, just like, you know, the comment that was made and I'm like, what the? But like after the fact, even though even though I feel like maybe the comment shouldn't have been made, it's just the choice of reaction. I feel like it was like it's it's, it's a disc I I disconnected from the fact that I could have made the exact same mistake myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the cool thing y- Yogananda talks about, he says your life is a movie and a dream. Your life is a movie and a dream, and some in and whenever whatever you're doing all all the things that you're doing you're not actually doing you're not you're actually working your god is dreaming through you everything that you've done you, it's god is dreaming through you and you should give it all to god so the good things that you've done and also the the things that you wish that you didn't do he said give it all to god he likes that Mm. and he said you shouldn't try to do you shouldn't try to do wrong things but when it's imposed on you or it just happens like we we just react and we're just like oh you regret it immediately or whatever he said give that back to god that it's his movie you're you are just watching it right you you know you're supposed to be just enjoying it so i did i started doing this practice just last night of like after the day is over just have this idea of gratitude for your day and just saying thank you god for for your show today uh and then i was just recalling the different things that happened in the show and, in, uh, thank you for, you know, the friendship. Thank you for the travels. Thank you for the inspirations, the new things that I got to see, the different experiences that you showed me through this episode. Mm. And, and then I think, and then things come up into my mind that I wish I would have done differently or said differently or been better. And then so I say, and. Um, Uh, And some of these things that I did um, did, that I did today, I would like to not do in the future. I'd like to be a better actor. I'd like to be a better character in your story. So uh, make me not do that anymore. And, you know, (laughs) it's like we get to sort of co-create. It's like I feel like we're in the green room, like after the day's over. And it's like, okay, God, like I liked, you know, the cool show. I like that episode. I, I can see what you're doing there. You know, some of those things I didn't really like, but I I, I trust the artist. You know, was, I know <laughs> right, where this series yeah. is is cool. It's all right. Um, you know, I did these couple of things there. Could you change my character a little bit? I don't like that part of it. I, I feel like this character is going more in this direction. Yeah. You and then and then I feel like we could just co-create and then the next day watch the show again.
1: Yeah, I like that. I think it's such a cool way. It's I I like the fact that there's so many different ways that you can perceive your reality, like your experience. And sometimes people don't want to go down that. Or they say with it, I forgot what they like. Um, what's the word that people use? Like it's like, you know, like spooky or like otherworldly or too like it's it's not reality based. So they just this. So only experience is the experience that I'm having, and I can't interpret it in any other way um but we but how is we we know that is that is verifiably false right we've we've watched we've experienced so many things and we've interpreted the exact same experiences in multitude of ways many times throughout our lives sometimes i've been cut off and i was so cool with it and sometimes i've been cut off and i would just chase the person down to the red light to tell him what an idiot he was uh and i'm you know what i mean and 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 I just feel like uh, we have to choose the re- we have to choose our reality. We have to choose how we want to perceive this, and then and then not just how we want to perceive it, how we want to interact with it.
0: Hmm. Yeah. The, one of the quotes that Genevieve has here, she says, "Um. Uh. Yeah. If we, if we're so, she calls it she calls us reality generators. That everybody is generating their own reality with the thoughts and the stories that they're telling about what's happening in the moment. And so she says." Well, if we're if we are generating our own realities, why not pick the one that feels good? Why not pick the story that gives us the nice experience of of life so we could you and I could both be having an experience together? Um, Say I start complaining about it a little bit and then you but then you you know you're doing this magic so you you just say something good about what the situation thing is happening here and you sit you pick out the the things that you like about it well yeah i understand where you're coming from but but what about this that's that's happening what about man it's a beautiful day out today uh, we, we've got the day off and we're, you know, out doing, you know, it's like just just making that little flip of like now you're generating the experience that you're having. It's, it's this simultaneously just being, so I've been really tuning into whenever I hear this word silver lining lately. Mm. And she talks about it as like, you can walk, th- you can walk this thread of the silver lining throughout every situation in life and then you're always safe you're always having a um you're doing it with an even-mindedness so this is the way to be a jedi this is the way to walk through life feeling safe and protected by the universe is i'm always looking for the silver lining knowing that everything that's happening in your life is actually there as you know maybe maybe you came up with some plan or some project or some um uh, company or whatever and it's not it's failing And and you don't say it's failing you say this is just a stepping stone i'm learning i'm learning good lessons for i'm going to take it into the next thing that i do this Mm. is all good all good everything is always good trust it trust it trust it and even if you can't see the good thing in that moment if you can't even come up with one good thing to say you just say like i can't see it yet but i know i know something better is coming you know
1: that's cool when you talk about yogananda and the way that he interpreted certain or he talks about stories from his his childhood um is that all from um autobiography of a yogi
0: yeah autobiography of a yogi it it's it's it starts from his life uh, and then and then it also is is him as a child who was very interested in going to meet saints so it it actually the beginning of the book starts with him as a baby because he remembers being in the womb and then he remembers being born he remembers what it was like to be a baby and he says well the reason a lot of times babies are crying he says that babies you think that they only understand like goo gaga he's like these are these are souls that are are just re- are discovering that they're trapped inside this baby body <laughs> and like I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to communicate. You know, it's like he he was saying, I fully remember that. And a lot of I would be a very cry baby because I was crying that I couldn't I couldn't do all the things that I wanted to do. So he says, "Be very careful about the things that you're saying and doing around the child, because it, in that moment they may they may be very very conscious of all the things that are going on, and then you know that that forgets, and then they you know they really start over as a baby. But yeah, yeah. yeah so he he starts there as him him being born as a baby, and and then he's he's known as Makunda was his was his name when he was a boy. And he had, I think, eight sim- siblings. And it's, it's, yeah, it's his story of, he's he he came to earth as a fully awakened avatar guru. And he comes back to earth over and over and over right. and over right. and right. over again. He's done this many, many times. But the story, a lot of the things that he's doing, saying, the experiences that he's having are for our benefit. So it shows, like, here is a boy on his way to That's enlightenment and how he did that yeah That's how he really gains cool. his samadhi uh, cool. it's so cool yeah
1: so chris what happens now with i mean you just finished your second um session right is the mural done now at the at the resting ring
0: we're now so i'm i'm actually taking off on monday to go back out to paint three more murals in that space
1: wow yeah wow. so we're gonna be very happy with what's going on Really,
0: yeah yeah he's loving the work it was is it very cool you know like just just getting a, a response from somebody because he was out of town and came back in and saw you know the progress that we made on i've been sending him photos and some videos and things of, of um uh and his wife as well and just to see them come back and and just be like really emotional about seeing this and and feeling like how how right this is for the vibe that they're creating and understanding how much depth is in the piece cuz i would spend before before i work on a deity i usually spend about a month getting myself into the the they call it a bhavana of uh, of a deity the the vibration the feeling um studying reading listening to uh, stories uh, chanting mantras and getting into that the uh, vibration of that deity and and then allowing it to come through in the in the most beneficial way for the people who experience it mm-hmm. so um and then my brother and i when we're doing it we're yeah we're, we're staying as focused on that um, keeping all that stuff in mind as we're pulling all the lines and um, keeping a, a very very positive Because as you're painting these wrathful deities, Mahakali, uh, probably put some links here so you can see, Uh, she's holding a a sword that, you know, looks like a machete. And, you know, it's oftentimes like dripping blood and she's holding a demon's head in her hand and uh, she's her tongue is out and she's this fierce mother, you know, Uh, protective mother. And she is so very complex to this this idea. So many people get it wrong. So even, you know, in Indiana Jones, that Mahakali, there was the, the, the cult there in Indiana Jones was like followers of Mahakali. And, mm. you know, a lot of people, they sensationalize it and get it wrong a lot of times of people that don't understand this. But, uh, but from my limited understanding and just tuning with it and connecting with it and getting a feeling about it is that Mahakali... She represents all of creation, mm-hmm. not just the good parts, not just the things that we like about the universe. You know, we talk about nature. Oh, you know, I want to be connected with nature, and uh, we want to get back to. I know, I love being around animals and well, nature is brutal. Like animals, the survival in the forest in the jungle is brutal existence. Mm-hmm. Oh. We, come onto this we land on this earth and its life feeds on life i don't care what you are vegan earth. everything you're still consuming life and earth. one life supporting other life and um so this is a this is this is a difficult place that we land here on earth the idea is that if you see that brutality of the, the of of nature and the jungle and of the universe it's a scary place if you are afraid of it. But if you say, no, this is my mother. I am a child of God. I'm a, I'm a child. Of course, I don't know what I'm doing. Of course I make mistakes, but mom, yeah, look out for me. I'm here playing, you know, and I want to play. And, and so then she becomes this, this, this sweet mother that that gives you what you want that protects you even, you know, maybe you don't quite deserve it. Cause you're, you know, you're a little baby that doesn't know what you're doing. And is always looking out for you and taking care of you and then then she is that sweet um mother figure rather than that that scary uh wilderness in the forest kind of an idea um yeah
1: (laughs) okay and so the so that was so that was the, the new deity that you're painting now like is that the or is that the one that was already done
0: that's the one that we finished and then the other one that we we painted is mahakala which is t- as a tibetan uh, tibetan buddhist deity okay. from the tibetan book of the dead and some other tibetan writings and it's it's a it it follows a bit of a similar uh, similar concepts there within the tibetan book of the dead which was one of the books that led me onto the spiritual path i when i discovered that there are groups of monks who are studying to stay conscious and lucid in the space between dying and that after death state and Mm. consciously taking rebirth or going beyond that, that was like Oh, okay. That I remember that lighting up so strongly in my mind of just like this is what I'm supposed to be practicing. You can. There are people doing this. Like, oh, oh. There's a whole. There's books on this. There's you know people that spend their whole lives doing this. And that book was very powerful for me. The Tibetan Book of the Dead. Mm. Um, Ram Dass and Timothy Leary also wrote a, a a follow up to that, which is called The Psychedelic Experience where it relates and compares the Tibetan book of the dead, the after death state to the same uh, phases that we go through in a psychedelic experience. And so they they wrote this book to help us journey through the psychedelic experience with a conscious mind and to, yeah, this is these are the pitfalls and you know, go towards the the difficult situations. Don't go towards the yeah, there's there's all these different symbols in in the Tibetan Book of the Dead of like don't go towards the dull blue light that leads to rebirth, you know, so it's it's this this idea that. The, the main thing that I think that's the easiest to comprehend is that within the after death state, you know, you've just died and the, your thoughts become scenes, your thoughts become like a dream, like a movie in front of you. And the, a lot of the the fears that you have, a lot of the, um, the, the difficult situations that may come up in your mind that you're going to have to wrestle with, you know, uh, Christians call it hell. Right. Mm-hmm. So hell, you, you die. And then all of a sudden, you're faced with all the things that you've done, all the people that you've heard in your life, all of those things. And that's that's the hell realm. You no. Know? So you, you can stay there as long as you want. But the idea is that you you see these You see these monsters that are approaching you, that is your, you know, uh, that is, you've you've done these things in your life that are allowing you to see these fearful entities. Um, And the idea is to not be afraid of them, to bow to them and to say, I I understand that you're my guru, you're going to teach me, and you go towards that, Mm -hmm. rather than going towards the... Uh, Easy, You know, you're trying to escape it. You're trying to look for comfort. So there's like a, you know, a dull blue light or a dull yellow light that you'll want to go towards and run away from the... Right. The wrathful deities, but the ideas no, like go towards that. So it's a metaphor too for everything in our life. A difficult situation, you know. Say, say, you know. Oh, my friend wants me to come out and and uh, go be with him in the surgery, but I have these other things that I want to do. I, I don't want to go do that. That's hard. That's a that's a that's a monstrous thing to to try to do. But the idea is like, no, go towards that. That's where you're going to get the most teaching. That's where you're going to get the most learning, you know, so the, the fearful thing.
1: That's good. Makes you makes, it, it almost kind of motivates you to go into your day, you know, because then, you, mm-hmm. then you're not worried about any of the troubles, just run towards them
0: yeah and painting these is is such a blast um after matt and i are done with these uh pieces we'll we'll have to like jump on a podcast and like talk about like going through the process of it and painting them and um our journey with that because it's it's a yeah it's it's a lot of fun doing that with him we get into a lot of good conversations around painting those pieces and what we learn from it, being in the presence of them. That's why I like painting the deity so much. You learn so much just by being in their presence yeah. and capturing that and allowing that to flow through you. And um, so then now we're going to come, come back. We're going to paint a, uh, what's called a, a scorpion hilted Vajra sword, uh, which is the weapon of uh, Mahakala. We're going to paint one of those across one of the spots. And then uh, Malachi Black, he uh, he's also a poet and, Uh, A trainer and he's he's written um, he's written some words that it's going to be like the uh, the code for all the people that are that are choosing to come into this training and the mindset for how to approach it and it also has to do with the illusory nature of time and how little time that we have here and um, we need to focus our time on the things that are going to take us toward uh, you know the th- things that we're meant to be doing in life, and then how we can expand time when we're doing that. And so I'm going to be doing some calligraphy uh, on on the wall, painting that uh, along with a little bit of art there. And then we're finishing another one, which is called the Sita um, Tapatra, the thousand-headed goddess. Uh, so we'll be finishing those, and then come back for a, a little bit, and then. Um, trying to get out to our ashram in california for a little retreat there for a few days cool. come back from that and then we've got another mural project lined up uh, to go paint in ohio uh, right after that so busy busy bit of a busy summer here
1: amazing um i do have to i have to wrap it up to have another call uh as well i didn't realize how fast this time flow flew by mm-hmm. Um, I know there was more that we wanted to talk about. We wanted to also touch base on seekers of the eternal, um, making sure that we, you know, uh, talk about what what else uh, our community can expect in terms of the journey. So um, we should probably jump back on soon, Chris.
0: Yeah, I would like to as soon as I can. Um, uh, I'll find a I'll find a couple of windows here and I'll send you some some uh, some options there and see if we can get back together here pretty soon so we can get into it. Um, cool. Just before we go, there's uh uh hanuman shirts are all in and in the store i'll put a link there they came out amazing amazing. so there's a black version there's a sand color version which is awesome one for if you're looking for a lighter one and then there's a a lightweight women's hoodie that just came out i just got those yesterday they look incredible so there'll be links for that it's a way that you can support what we're doing here i also opened a new there's a new instagram page just at seekers of the Eternal. Yeah. So that's going to be a place where I'm going to put, be posting a lot of the Seekers of the Eternal stuff, a lot more. There's also a, a Threads, a new, a new account for Threads, the Instagram version of Twitter, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where all the people that are, that are only on Instagram and don't go to Twitter, we can now talk to each other. Okay. So that's going to be a place where we can have more conversations and get in a little bit deeper and things like that. So check those out. And then um, yeah, magic words. I'll put a will put a link to that. I would say check that out. I'd love to make this a foundation for us. Um, the pillars of it are are, are not are basically, don't be afraid of it. It's not spooky. It's uh, it, it, it's, it's spooky to see it work. But yes. the, all it is is just stop complaining, don't complain ever uh always be telling a positive story always be seeing the good things in everybody and then you'll always be having a good experience in your life and just watch it happen
1: i <laughs> uh, love it man drop that link for the book as well as for the um merch maybe in discord general chat as well we'll put it in the official link as well but it'd be really cool because i'm sure people are can't, can't wait to pick them up
0: yeah awesome thanks for cool. tuning in everybody we'll be back again soon
1: good to see you jay yeah, thank you always a pleasure chris always a pleasure chris. yeah Thank you.